This is a platform dedicated to impacting lives at the intersection of Christ, community, and creation. I'm your host, Toby Oladejo, and I'm truly, truly grateful to have you back. For those who are new to this platform, I'm excited to have you here. Um, you know, the, the outpouring of love and support over the last couple months has truly been amazing. You know, I think back to launching this in May and to get to this point now where, you know, I've been able to have great conversations and, you know, get personal and intimate with y'all. <laughs> it's only up from here. You know, I'm, I'm really excited for what God is doing and, and the things that he's been able to uh, reveal through me, you know, so. With that, I'm excited for this conversation today. You know, we get to hear an amazing conversation that I had with a friend of mine, Ogale Alex. He's a London-based uh, photographer and just has an incredible eye. Like, man, if y'all don't, if y'all ain't hip to what he's doing, um, I've attached or I've, I've put his uh, Instagram handle in the description for this episode. So definitely, definitely check him out. Um, you know, he, he had a very non-linear journey to get to this point now as a photographer and creative director. And on the topic of, you know, embracing one's story, this is a great conversation, you know, because he just shed a lot of insight on the importance of a couple things, you know, refining our skills, but also being uh, faithful, you know, and, and having a, a deep trust that God has a bigger plan for us, even if it doesn't look like what we intended it to. So, you know, I hope this inspires you. I hope this encourages you. And uh, yeah, you know, tune in, get ready. This is Ogale Alex. All right, everyone, welcome, welcome back to the Empowerment Project. I'm here with a very special guest. This is a brother that I met in like, Late November, early December, I'd say, right? Would you, would you? Yeah, yeah, around that okay. time, yeah. Yeah, and, and ever since then, you know, we've just been closer and closer, just chopping it up. This is a brother based in the UK, um, my, my friend Ogale Alex, and he is a Nigerian-American creative director and photographer based in London. If you've yet to see his work, you are missing out. <laughs> this dude is <laughs> phenomenal at what he does, at what he's been gifted. But his journey to get there has been um, extremely unorthodox. <laughs> and, and we'll talk about that more today. But um, to give a little background of, of who he is, his work is primarily focused on, on highlighting God's peace through his subjects and, and the environments that he sets up. Everything from the the hues in his in his colors to the the ways he styles the artists and the people he brings on his teams, um, not artists, models. Um, it's just so reflective of the peace that God brings. And um, he also does, he also uses his work to essentially reframe perceptions surrounding black men and women, um, which is extremely important in this day and age. So I'm very excited to to have him here today. And I'm um, looking forward to this conversation. There's a lot we always talk about. So you guys are kind of like a fly on the wall <laughs> for this conversation today. So welcome to the show today, Ogali. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for the very gracious intro. Um, I really appreciate being able to come on and just share a little bit about myself and just have casual conversation and 
hopefully, you know, I think as a result, people will gain a lot from hearing the story. Maybe we'll be, see, be able to see a little bit of themselves in that story and help them out wherever they're at on their journey. I agree. I agree. And that's that's the beauty of this this platform, right? Is like, you know, at first it was me, <laughs> you know, the first couple of episodes. <laughs> God definitely pushed me to just be more um, open, you know, to, to help yeah. my listeners get comfortable with who I am and the things that I've experienced. And uh, this is kind of the exciting part for me, because now I get to ask the questions, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but also at the same time, share, share my own journey and, and just have a conversation, essentially, just like you said. So, um, you know, this, this series is talking about the importance of embracing our stories and, and how in doing so, it literally is connected to what we do, right? Now, what we do yeah. isn't like our identity per se, but it's a big part of how God reveals himself to us and through us, I'd say. Um, mm. And your journey is a very interesting one, right? Like you're, you're a photographer and a lot of people I think might automatically assume like, oh man, oh golly, his eye is incredible. He's got, he's just got a style about him, a confidence about him, but you you didn't pick up a photo uh, a camera until 2018 right yeah yeah true i think um that is the unorthodox part of the story is that only recently and i'd say recently like this year the beginning of this year did i really start to consider myself a photographer you know i picked up a camera in 2018 uh because a girl i was talking to like every good story starts with a girl you know she <laughs> she convinced me to you know buy a camera to make youtube videos because she had a youtube channel that was really good at the time and she felt like oh i had style and i could i could do it and i and i bought it because i liked her and i started using it and up until that point i was making videos and you know it just wasn't really moving you work and you spent seven hours editing a video get 20 views is <laughs> super super discouraging stress <laughs> <laughs> but then um i think i had a friend who asked me to take some portraits of him and uh, he knew I had a camera. So he was just like, oh, can you just take some pictures? And I said, yes, of course, like I always do, even though I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and uh, he paid me $100 to do it. And it was, the, it was the easiest $100 I ever made. And I think that time I really started to like learn about photography and think like, oh, this is actually really cool. Wow. And um, all up until, you know, maybe the end of 2019, it was really a hobby still. I kind of saw it as something I did on the side just for fun. I created, I would like, I was working at a pharmacy then, CVS in, in Arizona, and I was just wow. using my weekends to like, you know, find models on Instagram, you know, do little shoots and stuff. I'd even thrift stuff and use it, I'd drive around, find locations. So it was a lot of hard work in the beginning to try to just create something, but it was fun because, and it was a yeah. hobby. It wasn't something I took seriously. And, um, you know, like you were probably going to get into, I moved into, moved to England, you know, for a whole different reason, you know, to play soccer. Um, I had some trials set up and that was like very much my goal was to be a professional footballer, a professional soccer player. And, mm -hmm. you know, photography was always a hobby until, you know, one trip to Sweden kind of just changed my gears around. And um, yeah, so I, somehow I stumbled into this career and here I am. Yeah, that's insane. And, and like you said, we'll get into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll get into it more, which is like the beautiful part of all of this. Um, but I think one of the first things that you talked about that I think we can all learn from is like don't 
don't despise small beginnings, right? Like mm. there's a humility in just embracing the present and just being content where you are and serving that season. I think that's yeah. something that, you know, a lot of us have different dreams. Um, and, and some people do stay on that kind of singular course toward, oh, I want to be maybe, for example, I want to be a musician. And they yeah. stay in the music world, right? But they get frustrated because, you know, that video they put out didn't get the amount of views or didn't get the amount yeah. of circulation. Um, but in whatever, whatever, like trajectory that we're given, whether it's wasn't, I wasn't in the industry and then somehow I ended up there or I was in the industry the whole time. It, it from what you were saying, it's like, just, just be present, you know, just embrace what you've been given and, and see yeah. what happens from there, which definitely I'm sure, you know, it was on the weekends, but there's a lot you had to learn in general because that wasn't your dream. Right. So for some people it might say oh that's easy for you to say but in your case you said you wanted to be a professional footballer right so yeah kind of talk about that journey from Arizona to Seattle to to the UK like what was that what was that like yeah because um you know I'd always played soccer like my whole life and I went to Seattle University and I played division one soccer out there and um I had the opportunity then to come to England, you know, for some trials for professional teams. And at that time, you know, it just seemed to be the right decision to go with. And so I moved, you know, at the end of 2018, I think like October of 2018, I moved here and um, I began to pursue that. And that was what I pursued even up until as recently as the beginning of this year, where I kind of felt like, okay, maybe it's time to switch gears a little bit and put this on the back burner but right, right it's difficult it's really difficult knowing that like you've used so much of your life and your effort and your time and i i think back to all the training sessions all the sacrifices mm -hmm. and all that that i made you know to give towards this career of being a professional athlete yeah. and for it not to really pan out you know like just being given offers that weren't making any kind of sense or just not getting the right opportunities and not actually making it is, is very discour discouraging. And even till today, it's something that when I think about it, I'm like, it's like, dang, I really wish that had worked out. You know, that would wow. have been like the thing, but yeah. at the same time, I've seen God really give me grace in this area of photography where I've probably not worked as hard as some other people have worked. And, mm. and I've been able to make a lot more progress. And sometimes you know, you have to be willing to allow God to readjust your course. And I'm seeing that in my life now. And I think you mentioned earlier, just kind of enjoying the moment where you are, because even now where I am with photography, now that I'm committed to it, I still have so much I want to do, but I'm just right. happy with the present, you know, being where I am and that's being big. where I was and still, you know, continuing on the journey. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I think the, the notion of like, yeah, I could, I could try and figure out what's next but still yeah. being available right now is, is huge. But one mm. of the things that you mentioned too, is like God just redirecting the journey, you know? Yeah. And that can be really, especially, I think it's almost heightened, I guess, from my perspective as an athlete, right? I'm not an athlete mm. now, but I've, I've played sports and I know mm. how big of a deal it is for people when that dream is deferred, you know? Yeah. And there's that scripture in, in Proverbs, right? That talks about yes. like, many are the plans of a man's heart, 
but mm. the, the, the purpose of the Lord prevails. Mm. <laughs> what is it like at times for, for you or what at that time where you were like, yeah, I feel like this is the flow that God's pushing me toward, but I'm really not trying to accept it yet. I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> I know you, yeah, there so was real. like, yeah, like there were specific moments where you were actually trying to get a passport and all, visas and all these things and just stuff just wasn't working. Yeah, I really, um, it's it's a much crazier story than I that we probably even have time to get into, but I remember like um, leaving England and going to Germany for a bit and then coming back to England and they actually sent me back. They didn't even allow me into the country. Wow. Um, and that was because I had spent six months at a time, like over the the, uh, the time I think that I was allowed to spend or them giving me another six months would have pushed me over the time that you're allowed without having a visa. And they sent me back to the US and that was a crushing blow. I remember then mm-hmm. I applied for a visa for six months and they denied it. And I was thinking like, God, is this, is this your plan? Like, what am I supposed to do? And wow. all that while I was still convinced like football, football, football. And I remember praying about it. And I remember praying with a, a pastor that I, that I speak to sometimes. And I, and I wrote down the names of the countries I was planning on going to. And I even removed England from the list because I thought, you know what, the door over there is closed. You know, wow. that's not going to work. And I remember we were just praying about it and I gave her that list and, and she just let me know in that moment, like the Holy Spirit is saying that it's none of these places, you know, it's England that you're meant to go to. Jeez. And somehow I was able to get another visa, you know, through another lengthy process and it worked and I came back and all that while I was always like, oh, football, I'm here for this reason. This is the reason I'm here and all of that. Yeah. And I was giving it so much attention while pursuing photography kind of as a hobby. And um, I think at the ro- around the time of like May slash August of 2019 was when things started to really pick up. I had I had some work that I'd done casually, like I'd done like in February of 2019, I did some just a casual shoot, like I mentioned, meeting some twins on Instagram, putting getting a stylist. We just did something casual and that ended up in the National Portrait Gallery. But even with that, wow. I still wasn't really considering myself a photographer. I was like, no, I'm still not. This is just <laughs> this a thing's hobby, still going to uh, work. Yeah, it's still going to the football, football. And I remember pushing and pushing. And at the um, even in 2019 was end of 2019 is when things started really pick up and I started to get a lot more work. And I remember in 2020 was the year I was like, I need to make a decision actually as to what to do, because mm. I'm making a lot of progress with photography and the football is not quite working out. And I remember coming home and December even of 2020 and I was like now I'm not going to leave home without making this decision and I came back to England you know January of this year thinking yep I'm this is what I am now creative director photographer the other stuff Mm -hmm. I've got to put to the side God is helping me in this area it's clearly making advancements let me just let me just go with God's instruction here go with what he's helping me with and allow him to just you know there's almost like a freedom you get in in letting go of yeah. the dream that you had that you, for yourself yes, and then following that, what, you know, that God's helping you do. And it's like, it's a freeing moment because I, I let go of all the burden and the expectation and, and all of that and the comparisons. And I was just like, mm. all right, this is what I'm doing. God, just take the wheel. I'm just going to go with the flow. Right. Right. Man, that burden, like you said, it's huge because I, I think mm. I can relate to that on a very deep level. When I graduated in, uh, I graduated from Howard for my undergrad in 2018. And yeah. I think about like a year and a half before I graduated, I, I had picked up photography and, and was starting to like venture into these film and media spaces. 
So in my head, I'm like, I'm around all of this very explicit, explicitly creative stuff. You know, like there's mm. no way that I'm going to be in a world other than this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I remember, you know, toward the end of my my senior year, like I started applying to jobs and and for me, my, my hopes were pretty high. I had people in high places who could connect me to the right people. And I had started yeah. doing some of these interviews and God just began to close door after door. And even doors mm. that were like, even doors that were open in the sense, like I, I remember I got this opportunity in, C- in Seattle as well. Um, <laughs> funny enough through, it was, it was at Microsoft of all places. Okay. And, and I was, I was supposed to do like, I was going to be in their production department. I was going to help them with some of their, like, they do like short films and documentaries and stuff like that. And I remember yeah. I actually got, I got the role, but everything from like the pay to how quickly I had to be out there, there was just no peace. And I remember mm. like getting off the call for that interview and being like, even if I get this, I know it's not for me. Yeah. And that was such a, that was such a weird feeling. Like you mentioned earlier, because you, you knew something was happening. <laughs> All the things that you <laughs> wanted to go right were just not going right. And God eventually shifted me down this path toward more of the development community stuff while still helping me cultivate that creative aspect. And eventually, yeah. you know, things connected the way they did. But to your point, this idea of like sacrificing the dream, even if it's for a moment, because I think God can sometimes renew what we want but sometimes he's like Mm. go with my flow i got you (laughs) like (laughs) dive into this you know so you speaking to that idea of like that burden like Mm. it's almost like you traded places like here god you take this and i'll take what you're trying to give me did you ever feel some of that like resistance though like where i'm just you're just nah i'm not trying to do this i'm a i'm a will it until it's time or was it kind of like an instant okay, I think I get it now. Yeah, I mean, it definitely couldn't be instant because of how bad I wanted it, you know? And, you know, when you want something so bad that you've worked towards it for so long, it just, it, you can't just let it go. Like, even when you yeah. feel like it's the it's time to let it go, you just, just something about it. It's like, nah, there's gotta be a way. And right. I, pu- I pushed, honestly, I pushed and I pushed and I put, it took a while for me to just relinquish it. Um mm. But, you know, sometimes it's just like when it's just not working, it's not working. And when the other area is working, it's like you can only resist for so long before you're finally like, God, I, I see what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So now you're you're in this creative space now. You're in this photography space. When did it begin to really click for you? They're like, oh, snap. This is like this is it this and not even like because we never really arrive right in the end of the day but you're beginning mm. to notice like oh man this is like a big deal this is I'm doing it naturally but now I'm feeling challenged I'm feeling fruitful and and, and all these other things that come with moving in purpose yeah I think that's just the beautiful thing about like following God's direction for your life because things just seem to work for you in a way that you've never experienced. Like yeah. <laughs> the kind of favor that I'm meeting on this path and on this journey 
you know, I can't even explain it. Like people hear your voice and they, they feel like you're a good person and want to work with you. Mm. People reach out to you, you know, that you never you know thought of, you know, like I, I've been thinking about doing something with Apple and, you know, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get this connection. I don't know how it's going to work. And I spent like, you know, 20 or 30 minutes one day, just like looking through Google and I found uh, some contacts and I was like, okay, well, let me just email this person. Right. You know, worst case. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of that in life. I think that everybody should always just go for things. And like the yeah. worst case scenario is that they say no, you know, and you don't lose anything because you hey, never had right. it you know, to begin. <laughs> and, um, and I just sent an email. I was like, you know, Hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'd love to, you know, work with you guys. And, you know, I'm used Apple products my whole life, you know, sold it of course. And, um, and it was, it actually turned out to be the head of PR for all of Europe. And, um, and she loved my work. Like she, it wasn't even a, a conversation. She just loved it. She, yeah. you know, and now I have this amazing um, collaboration deal with Apple where they, they send me products all the time. I test stuff. I work with some of the developers Wow. and we're planning on, you know, several commission shoots and um, all of that came from just an email that I sent, you know, yeah. and, and I send emails all the time, you know, people <laughs> right. you know, sometimes they don't get back to you and whatever. And so I just find the moment I kind of released that, that like expectation of what I was supposed to be and accepted mm. what I was now becoming. Wow. I just found that things started to work, you know, a lot smoother, a lot easier doors that I didn't even know existed were being opened for me, you know? Yeah. And, um, and even now I find it like, that's why I, like when people talk to me, I still can't believe the respect that they give me and, mm. and where, cause it's like, I don't even, I still don't know what I'm doing. You know, I still pray <laughs> right. before each of my shoots, like, God, don't yeah. let me be found out today. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm yeah. just like, well, God, yeah. that's why I just give all glory to God of this journey where I am now, where I will be, because I know that it's not really my ability and power. It's just that God has given me a talent and he allows me to use it. And, yeah. um, and things in, you know, doors are being opened that I couldn't even imagine. So it, I just know that this is where I'm meant to be, at least for now, right. because I, you know, on a larger scale, I feel like a person's destiny and impact is much larger than the career path that they're on, mm, you know, like these impact and the lives you're meant to touch and be a part of are, are not bound by, you know, oh, I decided to be a photographer over a, a footballer. You know, I think yeah. that ultimately there's a much larger picture. And so I'm happy where I am now, but I'm also still open to where God takes it. And I'm not like, even as I've committed to this path of being a photographer, creative director, I know that this might come to an end one day. God might want to use me for something else. And the that's same true. way I had to relinquish the football, I'm going to have to be ready to relinquish this if that's what it comes to. Yeah, man, bars after bars. I can't even, let me see, where did we, I mean, the idea, <laughs> the idea, right, of like, and I, I think that's huge as it relates to this journey is being mm. very aware of who you're becoming. Yeah. When you begin to abstract from the journey that God's putting you on, you're almost like trying to illustrate some new picture outside of the one that has already been made for you. You know, you're like, mm. let me let me get off this path and let me begin to build a, a house on this side. It's like, yo, this is this is already laid for you. Why do extra yeah. work <laughs> to try and get yeah. there? So that 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 point was really, really crucial. And I think that's something that we can always continue to learn from is yeah, who am I becoming in this season? Who am I becoming because of this? There's definitely, like you said, there's going to be a moment where 
essentially we might be, we might be called to something different. And yeah. now you're, you're thinking about who you're becoming in that, you know, but one of the things that you mentioned that I believe must be a constant is the importance of like essentially perseverance, like consistency, but also like the refining of that gift. I think mm. that's something that I, I struggle with at times, especially because I'm sure like yourself, you can do so many different things and maybe God's in this season. Like, yo, I know for me, I didn't take my voice seriously. I didn't take the conversations I had with people um, beyond that point. You know, I'll have a conversation like the one we're having regularly. And at mm. some point I start to, started to realize like, man, this is, I have a gift. I have been given something that more than myself, I'm the one thinking about it. You know, like I've, gotten more than enough even random people on this like walking past someone like yo do you sing or do you <laughs> like you're <laughs> you need to do something with that voice and I think mm. I started to to really take home like take ownership of that and and I believe yeah. that you in the same way with what you're doing with photography recognize that and began to just go in so kind of like speak to that too like the importance of this idea of like, all right, I've been given this thing. Now I got to sharpen it. Yeah. I think that um, there's almost like an inner desire. I think that we should all have, but I think we all have where we want to be the best at whatever we do. And I think yeah. that, you know, that for me with photography, when I started it from that very first shoot I did for my friend for a hundred dollars, you know, I wanted to improve. I wanted to like, you know, aspire uh, to be the best. And I, I read one passage where whenever we start something, it, it says like, whenever we start something, we immediately look at where we are and we look at like the very top, like what we mm. want to be, like who we want to be like. And, and it's discouraging, you know, first, because you look at the work you're creating and what you're doing, and then you compare it to what yeah. other people are doing at the very top. And there's a huge gap between right. the quality. And I think that what we really should try to do is push through that, like continue to create, continue to develop. And I think that I learned that over shooting every weekend was that, all right, mm -hmm. I shot this time and I didn't like the way I did this on the, on the camera. Like maybe my ISO was too high and yeah. the images came out a bit too grainy. All right, next time I iterate and I don't make that mistake. Okay, this time I didn't use the right F-stop. And now, you know, there's a, you know, some things are blurry, some things are sharp. Right. And I want everything sharp. Okay, cool, I fixed that. And so like, it was almost a continual process of shooting and shooting. And every time I shot, I learned what lighting I liked. I learned what models I liked. I liked what styling, yeah. what colors. And eventually you, you become truer and truer and closer to the identity you're trying to bring out with your work. And that's huge. I almost feel like that may never stop, you know, but that's yeah. always how it is with, with anything that we're doing. The more we do it, the better we get. And I feel like a responsibility now to, to just be the very best I can be. Like if I'm right. talking about trying to bring forth this idea of, god's peace or peace within photography or within you know because that's like what i want to bring to photography or bring to people is is peace and if i'm i need to find the best way to bring that out i need to yeah. continually sharpen continue find better locations continue find better ideas better like it's just going to help make things better and easier and eventually you get to the point where you start to gain the respect of like those people you once admired like people i really looked up to 
are now like my friends and mm. they tell me how much they love my work and I tell them like yo you didn't even know I had your your work bookmarked from day <laughs> right. uno you know yeah <laughs> <So>. literally <laughs> that's real yeah. I, yeah like you mentioned this idea of like being the best and and I, I there's a healthy way that I believe that yeah. you're speaking about it in the sense that yeah like it kind of reminds me of and I pulled it up here like Colossians 323 whatever you do Work at it with all your heart is working for the mm. Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord yeah. Christ you are serving. That's a big staple for me, because mm. even in moments where like, even if you fall in the sense, like I didn't put as much work in yesterday as I could have. It's this constant reminder on your heart that like my very best is for my creator. You know, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't make me to be out here like dilly dallying to put out like mm. mediocre work. And it pushes you to, to go about your 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 process and your work in the best way possible. Because like you said, we're never we're never done. Right. As long as yeah. we're breathing, we're never done. So I love that that idea and, and that repetition that comes with it is so crucial because I know I picked up a camera like I'd say a year before you did. And one of the mm. biggest mistakes I made was putting so much pressure on myself to deliver these bangers time after time again, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was like so detrimental to my process because when I started, the, the feedback was really good. Like, I think the first time I posted, and that was when Twitter, I, I was using Twitter way more than Instagram at the time. Like my yeah. work was circulating, I guess the word would be viral, right? For some time. And then it was like Frank Ocean mode. Like I didn't want to put out anything until I knew I could put something that was like extremely incredible out. Yeah. And that stopped me from going out the next weekend to just shoot and just have fun with it or just learn from mm. it. And over time, you begin to lose the idea of what true freedom is. And true yeah. refinement is. So now I'm getting back, you know, to a place where understanding that I'm not, like you said, I'm not doing this to be compared to the next person or I'm not doing this to be seen even, right? Yeah. I'm doing this because I have a creator who expects this of me, but I know it's also working for me as well. Yeah. That's such a great point because I think that at the same time, what's your motivation behind what you're doing? You know, is it for yeah. the applause of people or is it for, you know, people to like, you know, love you or care about your work? And, you know, that because that will add its own pressure. Then if you're doing it for the applause and doing it for the, you know, affection, then when you, you're going to always chase that. Whereas yeah. I feel like with what I'm doing and like you mentioned, what you do as well is just trying to just remember that purpose that like this is this is the talent God has given me. This is the ability he's given me. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability right. to honor him. And that's, you know, it's at that. And whether people like it, they don't like it. Obviously we can use certain things for feedback, but that's not the goal. And right. so it, it, it doesn't really bring me down or, or raise me up even too much when people like it or they don't like it. Yeah. And, and that's something that I'm always glad I'm able to have dope conversations with, you know, people like yourself or like law, you know, where you're like, Mm. you're you're thinking about them from this standpoint of like man they got x amount of followers like they don't deal with this stuff 
(laughs) And it's like, did you forget that they're human beings as well? You know, like, I guess for you, was there ever an aha moment? Because now you have, and you've grown immensely over like COVID as well. Like you have like 40K followers, right? Was there ever an aha moment where maybe you've spoken to someone or even like for yourself where you're like, man, these followers, like, I'm glad that I have them, but I realize if I don't have that confidence or if I don't have that knowing of who I'm becoming myself, none of this stuff matters. Mm. Well, um, maybe I'd say towards the beginning of this year, it's funny because I, I committed to photography and everything at the beginning of this year. And that's when I, like, there was a little bit of challenge as well. Like that's when yeah. it's like, I needed to actually shift my mindset where it wasn't now a hobby anymore or something I did for fun and when I got cool jobs is like now it begins a little bit more work where you have to actually reach out and and develop yourself to be seen more professionally even though I was already seen that way and and with that comes a lot of um rejection um Mm -hmm. maybe a lot of like trying to I don't know you have to kind of put yourself out there more to and then you do obviously get a lot more work but there are those moments where you send emails and you don't get any responses or so, you know, yeah. that will always exist for everybody. There'll always be those challenges. And um, I think looking at that and accepting like, okay, cool. This is not being discouraged by that, but understanding that this is all part of the process, you know? Yeah. And, and when I look at the followers, so my following has gone up, it's gone down. And I, and I never were trained almost through society to look at followers as like this massive thing. Like right. I've got our value, oh, got this many followers. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, Oh, I've got these sheep, you know, and, and um, it's great to have followers, but it doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. Like, you know, I think what means more to me are, you know, people like you and people like Lawrence and people like Mark Clennon and the people who I have close to me who I can always like talk to I can always reach out like those people are much you know having that is so much more valuable because you'll see that some people even with a million followers don't have that that's true you know and and so you (laughs) know it's just remembering what's what's important yeah that remembering what's important especially in this day and age where like you said you it's so easy to get caught up in like essentially people's perception of you which yeah can almost make you back to this idea of our stories. Like it almost makes you neglect and abandon your story, you know, like mm. I'm sure if somebody, you know, and, and there's, there's a difference between like critique and, and constructive like development versus like just someone's regular old opinion, you know, like if someone were to say like, Oh, I don't like the way you bring, I don't like the way you use your colors. I don't like your locations. Like, Imagine if that had such an effect on you to where you just like, for, you just said, forget it, you know, and you just switched up essentially who you were or who you like, how your work speaks. It's the same. It's almost the same thing in that sense. Yeah. 100%. And to the point of your work, though, you know, it's extremely like the colors are it's, it's not vibrant in the sense that like there's some intentional dulling right but at the same Mm -hmm. time it's so sleek right and it's so poignant and and like pronounced but at the same time you have these moments where you're not directly shooting your subjects um you might have like someone's hands on top of another person's hands or you might have two eyes very close to one another of of two different Mm. people 
um, or someone like looking into the distance. Like you have very, even the way you use space, the way you use just angles, they're very, very specific. When you look, when you look at your images now and you kind of think about maybe the things that you experienced in your past or the way that you viewed the world at a certain point, is it reflected in some of your images? Like, how did you get to this point of understanding this is how I want to do that? Mm, that's such a great question. I think that I've always believed that every creator's work is, uh, you know, a reflection of who they are. Yeah. And I feel that I've always wanted my work to look the way it's starting to look. It's, it's not even 100% there, but it's like starting mm. to get there. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there are so many pillars to it. I think one is obviously color. I've never in my life liked bold colors. I've always liked, instead of a red, I've always liked a maroon. Like instead yeah. of a, you know, a, a yellow, I've always liked, you know, a, a softer version or just yeah. everything always, I always wanted it softer and a little bit desaturated. And I, I always was like, if you ask me my favorite colors now, I'd say like maroon, I'd say an olive green, I'd say, yeah. you know, like a navy blue, like not your traditional kind of colors. And mm -hmm. so that's like calming to me. And I feel like that's what I try to put into my work. And then when I think about the compositions, like I'm a person that likes a lot of balance in my life. Like I like when things are symmetrical. I like when things like make sense. Like if there's something in a frame or in a picture or something that's just like jutting out, it, it makes me uncomfortable you yeah. know, in a little way. So I, I fix that when, even when I'm shooting, I kind of try to balance things out. Um, I almost feel like every little characteristic of mine is I'm putting it into the work that I do with the, with the compositions, wow. with the colors, with the models, you know, I shoot a lot of black people and that's just because I'm, I'm black. And I feel like right. those are the people who are around me and, and they don't always have the opportunities to be in the front, you know? And so it's that's like, real. I do a lot of that. So I think that everything that I am, I'm just putting it into my work and I'm getting even closer and closer. I think my style continues to develop and, um, I'm a big lover of like films, you know, like old yeah. school films and, you know, old school films, they don't, they didn't have the great massive technology that we have now. And so there had to be a lot more effort into the storytelling and, and, you know, frames. And if you look at like one of my favorite movies, 12 Angry Men, mm, yeah. if you've seen that movie, I have. but it's I all have. shot. Yeah, you've seen it. It's great. It's and it's all shot in like one room, black and yeah, white. Yeah. Yet it's very <laughs> captivating. You know, you, you couldn't felt do it. Today. You felt the heat. It, you felt the sweat. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a captivating and great movie, and, and it it's, it's told in one room. You know, which is in black and white, which is like yeah. unheard of. You know, and so like things like that motivate me to tell a deeper story within the work that I'm doing, and and just put all of myself into it. And so I feel like that's where what I get you know, within my work comes from. And I hope that, you know, people see that. And I hope, you know, I look at other people's work. I think of that too. I'm like, okay, this is what this person's about. Yeah. Yeah. That's, an, I mean, it's like, there's reaching back into history to better mm. understand who, even if it's your own history, to better understand yeah. who you are, what you, what you like and how you want to express that is so important, but you made that point as well of like reaching back into history from the general standpoint it's like there's nothing new under the sun type of thing mm. you know I remember yeah. when I when I first started shooting people were like comparing my work to like from a from like the way I was bringing in different um styling techniques and and just the colors it was like oh you 
you have the same aesthetic as uh, Barkley Hendrix. And I was just mm. like, I don't even know who that is. Like, I remember like Googling <laughs> it and just realizing like, oh, snap, like our ideas, we they're not exclusive to us, you know, mm. um, but at the same time, they very much are <laughs> like they yeah. very much are connected to, like you said, who we are and, and what we yeah. want to bring out to the world, you know, like, yeah, that that constant, you know, OK, I'm going to keep putting this out i'm going to keep refining this and keep learning for, like if one were to look at your instagram from where it is now all the way down to the beginning you can actually yeah. see that progression which is like mm. incredible you know i'm doing it right yeah. now <laughs> but at the same time there is a consistency and there is yeah. a like you said if if someone were to say oh yeah Ogali's favorite color is maroon. I could probably discover that from the beginning up until now, you know? Yeah. You know, what's, what's, what's great that you touched on there is that it's, um, it's a combination of things. Like, I feel like it, it is true that nothing is new under the sun, you know? And, and when I think about how I got my work when I started, I, I looked at the different photographers that I knew, like, and I liked the way one of them shot. I mm. liked the way one of them composed. I liked the way this other one edited. And none of them had everything I was looking for, but they all had little pieces. Yeah. yeah. And then when you put all those pieces together, you form something new, you know, that yeah. somebody else will, will, you know, will be like, you know, you'll hopefully be an inspiration to someone else. And even what you talked about, the comparison, I always get the comparison of uh, my work compared to like uh, Wes Anderson, like Wes Anderson's oh, wow. movies. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's that. such a compliment to me, but that's exactly, <laughs> when I watch his movies, I'm like, yes, that's yeah. exactly it. Because the pastel, every but... shot, and the pastel colors, every scene is like, he intentionally gets the sym symmetry in there, like yes. intentionally. Yes. And I love his, like, I was like, honestly, anybody saying that to me, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. <laughs> I can, I can just watch, I can just put the movie on mute and just let it rock. Like that. It's just that good because yeah, his, yeah, everything about his work and, and it's constant, you know, like that's mm. one thing, you know, that's another thing that I think is important about our stories is, is us understanding what we're good at. And, yeah. and just diving into that. I always, again, I always look at Jesus as my blueprint. He had so wow. much potential, you know, and, mm. and from, from a worldly perspective, he actually would have low-key been a failure in this life. Here's mm. a 33-year-old man or a 30-year-old man who wasn't married, wasn't, didn't even have a, a girlfriend, um, mm. who, who was homeless, essentially, going around doing miracles for people and helping the homeless and the sick and the, and the un- the undesirables and he, he he had background in carpentry <laughs> like yeah. he could have used the things that from a from a very surface level perspective god had given him but instead he stuck to the mission he stuck to why he came and and i think the same thing goes for us in relation yes obviously our job on this earth is to bring people to jesus but at the same time the way we go about doing that is different for all, for yeah. each of us, right? Like we all have different ministries, essentially. 100%. And for an individual like yourself, you know, God kind of moved you in a direction where you're starting to realize one of the best ways to communicate that is through image making. Yeah. How do you continue to 
keep that, that, you know, that understanding for yourself? How do you continue to make sure that that's attached to everything that you do? Yeah, I think there was one time I posted a picture and someone asked me that same question. And the way I kind of answered it was that rather than trying to make Jesus a part of everything that I do, it's almost like Jesus is what I do and everything mm. else is an extension of right. that. And even, even with the photography, it's like I create the photography I do because I want God's peace and that feeling of peace that, you know, like the Bible describes the peace of God that transcends human understanding. Like yeah. I want that to be seen. Then, you know, I think about other aspects of my relationship with God and how I can bring that out and what creative medium, you know, I can use to express that. And so I feel that Jesus is at the core, you know, at the end of the day, this relationship we have with Jesus is all that matters, you know, and mm -hmm. everything that I do has to stem from that and become to that. And I think that if I lose that, then I probably lose my way, you know, in mm. terms of what I'm creating, then it becomes creating for other reasons and, and not the authentic real reason that causes my work to be seen and loved and appreciated. And at the same time, heartfelt, you know, cause I think yeah. that what I love about, like you mentioned, you know, we all have our own different ministries. I love that people see my work and feel this like calm and mm. that becomes an avenue I can use to, spark a relationship you know like yeah. why do you like where does this come from why do you feel like this well i feel like this because god is giving me this peace you know because right. of this relationship right. i have i don't worry about things i don't worry about my life i don't worry about this i don't worry about and it's like it becomes so much more than your work you know mm. that it's like now it becomes your message to share with people and encourage people and bring people along and even with my captions when i post i always try to you know, throw in some sort of encouraging word or, yeah. or verse or just something that will get people to remember what's really important here. Right. Right. Yay. That's the biggest aspect of it is like, in some way, I always, you know, equate it to like planting a seed, you know, mm. I, I understand that the rooms we inhabit, right. I'm from, you know, I, I inhabit some creative worlds as well as like politically, socially, social justice oriented worlds not everybody um agrees with one another you know but how how can you plant a seed through both your life through both your actions that can help someone better understand the love that god expects us to to be you know and to show yeah. so that's huge i think that's a great opportunity really that we've been yeah. given to say all right it doesn't have to look the way he or she does it. I don't have to do it the way they did it in the past. Obviously, there, mm. there are blueprints, you know, this works yeah. for this reason. But now I've been given my outlook. I've been given my experiences. And, and that is why I'm going to do it this way, you know? Yeah. And, and to that point, I think when you, you've mentioned reframing the, the way Black men and women um are seen for you mm. why and you've briefly mentioned it earlier but to you specifically we've all been made in the image of god but why do you have such a importance on that on that specific issue yeah i think that when you're you know a black person in this world you you kind of understand how how the world works from our perspective um, you know, you understand the ways in which we might be treated or judged in different places. And um, you see all the time a lack of opportunity. You know, I felt like 
it's only recently, maybe in the past few years, you, you really started to see a lot of very creative black photographers and creators get a lot of shine and, and opportunities. Like you think yeah. about like Virgil at, at Louis Vuitton, like that was unheard of, you know, right. before, you know, and you think about Tyler Mitchell being the first black <laughs> photographer to shoot a Vogue cover. And that was what, 20 18 16 yeah. one of these years in over a hundred years <laughs> yeah it wasn't that long ago so it's yeah. only recently that we're starting to get some sort of opportunities and recognition and i've always felt that how great would it be that if i'm pulling myself up or jesus is pulling me up god has given me that platform why don't i use it as well to bring up other people mm. you know that look like me that may not always get the opportunities that may not always be seen and um and that's kind of where it started and so it's it's, it's important for me to do that because I feel like I'm not only getting a platform for myself, but I'm using that platform that God has given me to bring up people like me that come from the same environments, that come from the same points of view, that come from the same situations to get an opportunity. And I've seen it a few times. Like there was a model I worked with that had, um, I, I remember I was doing a shoot in LA and I needed a model and I found this girl on, on the Explore page mm-hmm. and she was, uh, she, it's, it's, her name's Cassandra. She has all these freckles. Uh, you mm, might have seen that yeah. picture on my oh, page. Yeah. And she lived Beautiful. she lived out in North Carolina. She had done one modeling thing like ever. She probably had about 500 followers. And I literally just reached out to her and I was like, look, this isn't a creepy thing, but I'm a photographer. <laughs> I work for, you know, brands. I'm trying to do a shootout here and I think you'd be perfect for it. And I got the budgets approved and everything. We flew her out, paid her, got her hotel and everything. And since then, like now she's got more followers than me. She's got like 70 K, you know, she's yeah. like, t- she's took that platform that like God privileged me to even wow. you know, be able to give her. And she's gone on and done work with so many other photographers, so many other brands she's represented by an agency now. And she's, you know, she's got something of her Amazing. own, you know, and I yeah. feel like that is what I'm aspiring to give to people. Like, you know, if I'm going to have a platform to get up, you know, I want to help other people get up as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bigger than us. And that's yeah, man, that's a beautiful way to even like close out is like us understanding that what we've been given is more about God's bigger picture than it is about mm. our idea of what it should look like or could look like or would look like yeah. if we did this, that, and the third. It's just so much bigger than us, you know. And and yeah, even before we got on this this episode today like us even praying that it would just be one person that gets touched right you never know that teacher that spoke to some of our greatest innovators or our greatest image makers are the reasons why we get inspired today you know so it's like if we can just own what we've been given that's the biggest aspect of this this life one of the biggest aspects i'll say because you never know like you said you never know what could happen so yeah i guess is there any when it comes to you know the person who's still second guessing themselves or still doubting the beauty of their story maybe where they came from or or how they how they view life what what message would you say you have for them just based on your own life yeah i think that's the you know the most important thing is that you know, no matter who you are, have faith in God and God's ability to make something out of nothing. Like mm. the world is full of endless possibilities and you see people's stories literally change overnight, overnight. Yeah. Like, you it's know, true. one thing could change your life. 
you know, there's a story in the Bible that always touches me when the, the, the children of Israel were looking for a king. They wanted a king to rule over them, and God decided yeah. to let them have that. And he told the prophet Samuel at the time, um, or was it Solomon? Prophet, no, Samuel. Uh, Samuel. Yeah, he told, he told them that about this time tomorrow, I'll bring someone here, you know, that will, this is the, the chosen person. This is the person I want. And, you know, that time, the next day, I think uh, Saul, it was, he was looking for like a donkey that had gone missing. Mm. And he was looking up and down and somehow in that pursuit of looking for that donkey, he was led to Samuel and, and, yeah. and God was like, this is the person. And that story means so much to me because I think Saul had no idea he was going to be there tomorrow, you know, but God right. knew already he was going to direct him there. And that same ability that God has to position us could, he could use it to position you at the right place at the right time to meet the person who's going to change your life, honestly. That's real. And so no matter what you're pursuing, no matter what you're doing, if you commit it to God, God could put you in that elevator with that next person that's going to bring you there. You never God know. God has that ability and he can even use you in that way to help somebody else down the line. Yeah. And so um, I, I'm always encouraged and I always encourage other people just keep going, do what you do, pursue it with all the, the, the effort and the attention and the power that you can and trust God that he will, he will lift you up, that he will bring you at the right time. And often it's not when you expect, but you know, it'll be that moment where you, you almost feel like it could, it's not working out or it could be this. And before you know it, your life has changed forever, you know? And so um, I always want to encourage people and just keep going, just keep going, keep putting God first and you'll see what happens. Amen to that. Man, well, that is Ogale Alex, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Man, the myth. This guy just dropped several thousand bars. <laughs> Hopefully you guys caught a couple. But I know I definitely enjoyed this, bro. Thank you so much for, for coming on um, and sharing okay, your, thank you your experiences with, with the people. Um, and as always, y'all, it's always progress over perfection, as my brother mm. beautifully illustrated. Love you guys. Take care. Peace.